warriors, what will you do when the storms of life come against you? What will you do when the enemy has beaten you down? You rise up, warrior, and put on the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit. You gird your waist with the truth, and you shod your feet in preparation for the gospel of peace, and most of all, the shield of faith. Warriors, mount up! Hello, Warriors, and thank you for tuning in again today to another Warriors Mount Up podcast. Today we have a spoken word that the Lord has given me, and um, what we're going to do with this, we're going to break it down by topics. Uh, when the spoken word, uh, I prayed about it, and the Lord said to take certain topics, and we're going to explain it. We're going to break it down uh, using Scripture, and uh, we're going to call this one today, Steady is the Course. So we say, Warriors, mount up. Steady is the course. We are to remain unmoved by what we see. No, I am doing something. This movement is of me. We are to stand and continue moving in faith. Keep your emotions in line for this present time. The enemy would want nothing more than for you to react. To be without me, I'm protected from his attack. Warrior, check with me to see if you should move. Make sure it's of me and that I approve. Be quick to listen and slow to speak. You warriors are not strange. I have made you unique. Warriors, do not create mountains in your life that do not exist. These are the things that must be fixed. Follow your spirit and not what you see. The mountains can only be moved when you give them to me. For the enemy knows how to get you off your game. Remember, warriors, stand on my word, for it remains the same. Sometimes it feels like we're being held back. I tell you we're not. We're just waiting to launch our attack. Nothing is too big and nothing is too small. Pulverize to dust the mountains they shall fall. Stand together and remember to stand strong. Keep on moving. Don't get caught where you don't belong. Our armor and shields will show marks of battle and dents. There is no time for doubters, so get off the fence. For you must always choose a side. You will choose to fight, or will you choose to hide? Everyone has a chance. I give them a choice, a chance to do things right and follow my voice. If you hear a voice that's not uplifting and kind, Know the voice that you are hearing isn't mine. You can build a house on a foundation of sand. Just like that house, without me, that house will never stand. Don't get, don't get down on yourself, worry or sorrow. The battle you fight today is for a victorious tomorrow. Let's get in the battle and we will do our part. We don't stop praying, warriors, till we finish what we start. The time is now to brush off your fears, to turn them around to victory and cheers. There will be some rain, and we will walk through some showers. Warriors, it's time to take back what is rightfully ours. 
take the time to sit with me, to get encouraged. It's a mighty warrior in front of me that I see. Everything we look at and everything you see from ocean to ocean belongs to me. Time to polish your armor and make it shine. We will walk in this battle together because you are mine. I have created all things, fish with fins and birds with wings. Even you, my warriors, are made of the finest things. Stay in my word, and to me draw nearer. Your answers will come, and they will all get clearer. Stand and look in a mirror, warrior, and tell me what you see. As you draw closer, you will no longer see you, but your reflection will be me. We will not bend, we will not break. We will get the job done for my kingdom's sake. Now it is time, now, now is not the time to throw in the towel and give up. The time is now, warriors, so let's mount up. All right, so that is the spoken word uh, for today that the Lord gave me. A lot of encouraging words in there and a lot of encouraging messages that the Lord has, uh, the Lord gave in that spoken word. So uh, he gave me uh, certain topics that we're going to touch on. So we're going to touch on what was mentioned in the spoken word, which is faith, moving mountains, quick to listen, slow to speak, and the rest of that scripture we know is slow to anger, waiting, choose a side, building a house on a firm foundation, and tribulations. So we're going to go, let's dive into it. Let's dive into faith. So the first scripture I would like to read about faith is Matthew 21, 22. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So he's in Matthew there, it is telling us our faith, whatever we believe and ask for in prayer, if we stand in faith, we will see the result. We know it all takes time, but we will see it. Faith, remember warriors, makes anything possible not easy. So we know walking through it and going through times and trials is having the faith, but we know that in the end, we will have the victory because God tells us so. Next scripture I'd like to move on to is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the insurance, assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So we still stand in faith, that hoped for in there, it says, now is the assurance of things hoped for, which is what? Which is faith. It's what we're hoping for. It's what we're believing. And believing the things that we do not see. Next scripture is Second Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight, which complements and almost runs hand in hand with Hebrews 11, 1, which I just read. So, uh, for we walk by faith, not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, and Hebrews 11, 1, which I read earlier, is now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Next scripture is Hebrews eleven six, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that the rewards are for those who seek him. So, what is it telling us here, warriors? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
So in all things, we need to have faith, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter what we're up against. And I know sometimes it gets hard. You know why? I've been there. And at times, I'm, I'm probably still there. But we need to believe and we need to get the focus back on the Lord and back on faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. And warriors, I know I want to please him uh, every part of my day. I, I want to glorify him. I don't want people to see me. I want people to see God. I want people to see Jesus when, when I walk in. They should see him first and then me. Next scripture is Ephesians, still on faith. Uh, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift from God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Let's go back to that because that is important. No one but God is going to take credit for anything that happens. No man. No man will be able to take credit for what God does. And God makes sure of that. It's not going to be done by man's hand. It's going to be done by God's hand. So by grace, we have been saved through what? Faith. Faith is a major part in our walk. And it's something that we need to have. It's something we need to hold on to. It's something we need to be strong and walk in. And for ourselves, you know, it's funny, a lot of times uh, we can be confident and we can tell other people to have faith. And then when it comes down to us, we, uh, how do you say, mm, we kind of hold back. We kind of hold back. We don't believe it for ourselves. We can believe it for somebody else, but we are to believe it in, at all times in all things and have faith to stand strong and to stand on God's word because of his promises are true. So now if you look at a firecracker, and faith being the fuse. Remember, faith is the fuse that activates your miracle. So the body part of the firecracker is your miracle. Faith gets activated, and then when it makes its way down the fuse, faith will activate your miracle. Boom, your blessings come. Boom, finances come. Boom, your prodigals come home. So remember, standing strong in faith, faith is what activates our miracle standing on things that we haven't seen yet that we're expecting, right? When you light the firecracker, you wait for it to pop. You wait for it to go boom. That is our miracle. That's what we're waiting for. We're anticipating that pop, that miracle, but what activates that? That is your faith. Moving on to the second topic is moving mountains, uh, which is said in the, in, the, in, the spoken, in the spoken word that we had given. We're going to move to scripture, Mark eleven twenty three. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted to him. I like that one. Why do I like that one? Because again, what does it talk about what we spoke about previous? Without faith, we can't do anything. We're saying to the mountain, Get up and move. And it says, does not doubt in his heart. Does not doubt in his heart. Have faith. Have faith that that mountain will be moved. And guess what? God says it will be granted to him. As I always say all, all the time, and I, is he doesn't say shall. It might be granted to him. It says it will be granted to him. So warriors, we need to stand true and firm on God's word. And believing in faith that whatever we ask for, whatever we do, will be done in Jesus' mighty name. 
Next scripture is Matthew 21, 21. And Jesus, and Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. So if we're talking about mountains, remember there is no mountain. Whatever you're facing right now, whatever the mountain is in front of you, there is no mountain that you won't be able to take down and pulverize it into dust, as it said in the spoken word, as long as you believe and you stand. And again, another scripture, it's faith. Everything we're seeing now is faith, is standing on faith. If you have no doubt, Jesus says, and you do not doubt, what was done to the fig tree, you will say to the mountain, move and it shall be moved in Jesus' mighty name. Quick to listen is the next topic, and that's James uh, 1, 19. My dear brothers and sisters, take note for this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Very good scripture there. Sometimes we let our emotions, emotions get the best of us, and we get angry. But God does not want us acting on our emotions, because if we're acting on our emotions, which is our feelings, then we're in our flesh, rather than in the knowing. See, the knowing is the Spirit. In the knowing is operating in the Holy Spirit. So if we lash out, I don't believe we're, we're, um, we're going by the Holy Spirit. I think we should be like uh, James and James 1.9 says, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, process it, run it through the Holy Spirit, and then you say, Holy Spirit, Lord, fill my mouth. Remember, let's not operate in the flesh, which is the feelings. Let's operate in the knowing, which is the Holy Spirit. And here comes a, uh, one that we all deal with. Waiting is our next topic, and we know waiting isn't easy, but we know God is never early and God is never late. We know that saying. He's always right on time. The scripture we're going to read there is Isaiah forty thirty one. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So renewing of strength in the waiting Right? It says, but they who wait for the Lord. They didn't say become impatient and go ahead of the Lord. It says, those shall wait for the Lord, shall renew their strength. They will, shall mount up with wings like eagles. And we will never become weary. Why? Because we're leaning upon the Lord and the Lord's strength and the Lord's understanding. See, right now in a time that we're in, the enemy wants to wear us out. He wants to wear us down. And he does that. Why? we start leaning upon our own strength and our own understanding. So let's seek the Holy Spirit in everything that we do and wait upon the Lord because waiting, we know all good things shall come to us. The next scripture in waiting that I would like to read is Habakkuk 2.3. For still, the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Love that one. Because we're all standing and waiting on something. But you know what? 
it will have its appointed time, as it says in that scripture. The Lord then, once we reach the part where we're, where we're supposed to be, he will speed up that process. And I know he says there, if it seems slow, just wait for it. Because guess what, warriors? Whatever you're waiting for, whatever you're praying for, is going to come through. Amen. The next scripture I would like to read is Isaiah 30, 18. Therefore, the Lord waits to be gracious to you, and therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait on him. All right, there it is again. He will come through. He says it in the end of Isaiah 30, 18. For the Lord is a God of justice. So he will only do what's right. Sometimes we think things are right, but maybe not in God's moment, not in God's eyes, and not in God's timing. But blessed are those who wait on him. So the Lord was sharing with me when it comes to this is we need to reach an elevation in order to understand God's revelation. Because if we don't meet the revelation, then how are we going to understand it? If we don't elevate ourselves in the word and we don't elevate ourselves by the spirit of God, then we can't understand the revelation because then we're not on the same level. So remember, it's elevation to the revelation. And God always comes through. The next topic that we, uh, we will touch that was spoken about in the spoken word is uh, choosing a side. Choosing a side, Deuteronomy 30.19. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. So choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants. Right there, it's telling you, choose a side. You can only choose one side. Life, I'm sorry, two sides. Life and death. So you either choose to live or you choose to die, the blessing or the curse. So you either choose to live by God, which is life and blessing, or you choose not to live by God and the word, which then is death and the curse. Remember, we choose. He does not choose for us. We have to make that choice. We need to step out of the boat. We need to take the first step. He doesn't force us, and that's a good thing about God. He doesn't force us to do anything we don't want to do. We have free will, and we need to make that decision. Let's move on to the next scripture, which is 1 Kings 18.21. Elijah came near to all people and said, How long will you hesitate between two options? If the Lord is God, follow him, and if Baal, follow him. But the people did not answer him a word. Again, here we go into choosing, right? It says in 1 Kings 18.21, let's take a part out of that. How long will you hesitate between two options? If God is Lord, follow him. If anything else is, and Baal or the enemy or the devil or however you want to put it, then follow him. But there's a choice. You can pick one or the other. You cannot be in the middle. You cannot be on the fence. You cannot be in the gray area. You're either with God or you're not. You're either for him or against him. 
That's how it goes. And it is plain and as simple as that. Well, I'm transitioning. There is no transitioning. You can't have one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom. Two feet need to be planted firmly on one side. The kingdom or the world. Next topic I would like to move on to is building a house on a firm foundation, which is also was also mentioned in the spoken word, which is Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. So we need to build our house upon the firm foundation. Who's our rock? Jesus Christ, the word of God. That's our rock. He has given us specific instructions if we read it and follow the word for whatever situations we're going through. So it tells us here, if we build our foundation upon him, it will be strong. But if we don't, we're like a foolish man that built a house on sand. Worry is, I don't want to be that foolish man. Uh, you know, uh, we read the word, we understand the word, we believe in what? Faith. We believe in faith and we stand strong upon his word because his promises are true to us. And then we know another topic that we're going to touch now, tribulations. Tribulations, we all go through it. But we're going to find out here in 1 Peter 5.10. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Come on, warriors, that's encouraging right there. Now, it does say we're going to suffer for a little while. If Jesus suffered, then we're going to suffer too. You know, if, if he had to go through it, we got to go through it. But guess what? It says, eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, and strengthen, and establish you no matter what you're going through, whether it's on your job, whether it's in, with family members. Stand your ground. It may be tough for a little while. But he will strengthen us and confirm and establish you and validate you in whatever is going on. Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. That's a good one, being constantly in prayer. That's what we need to do. It says we have not because we ask not. We need to set and send out, we need to speak to God and, and have him go before us to take care of our situations, but to be patient in the tribulation. Because with each time in the tribulation, we're becoming, we don't realize it until we see it after the fact, we're becoming stronger. No different than an olive being pressed to get that fine oil out of it, or a grape being squashed to get the goodness and the sweetness out of it guess what? It's got to be squashed. The olive and the grape. And so do we. But in that tribulation, because we know we have the victory, all the word tells us we have the victory. The Bible tells us we have victory. But be constant in prayer. James 1, 2, 
Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Why does why do I believe James said that? Because you know the victory that's coming. We know if we're going through trials and tribulations, guess what? We're on the right path and something great has to be coming because God said in his word said that. So count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, we will have the victory. That's where I'm standing. And I know a lot of you are too, but let's not look at the circumstance. Let's look at the victory. Let's, you know what? It's not how it starts it's how it finishes. And we know that God's word said it finishes with us having the victory. Next scripture is Romans 5, 3. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. So, uh, like I said before earlier, that during the trials and tribulations, we're being made stronger. Guess what happens also? We become immune. We, we become immune to the attack of the enemy, and also we're able to recognize it. We're able to take authority over it. Jesus died on the cross to give us the authority by the blood. We need to use it. We need to stand on it. We need to command it. We need to command what we want the enemy to do and where we want him to go. And it will produce endurance. And in that suffering, we will not be, um, how do you say, we will not be affected by whatever the enemy throws at us because it will just be the same. We will recognize it. We will take authority over it. We will bind it. We will gag it, and we will cast it to the abyss in Jesus' mighty name. Going to read another one. Uh, it's First uh, Corinthians, still tribulation. No temptation will overtake you. So this is, I'm sorry, I went ahead of myself. First Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overcome you. That is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. Just what we were talking about before. You will be able to endure anything the enemy throws at you. God is what? In this, in this part of Scripture says God is faithful. We know that. It says it throughout the whole Bible. God is faithful. So he won't leave us there in the wilderness. He will never leave us nor forsake us, and he's there with us. That's, that's the even better part. And for whatever reason, we don't believe that. We believe that we're alone because that's what the enemy wants you to do, to believe you're alone. But he's not. The Lord's word and his promises are, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But in that temptation, God will provide you the escape. Again, not where we're at now. It's how we finish, and we finish strong. We finish in victory. The last scripture I will read about tribulation and why um, I'm explaining a lot about tribulation and reading the scriptures on tribulation is because guess what? No matter what we're going through, no matter what the trials, no matter what the fire is, no matter what the flames we're facing, God will come through. This one, this one is it. This one is the key that we should rejoice in. John 16, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Amen. 
Warriors, that right there is victory, victory, victory. Reads about our victory. It tells us in the world we will have tribulation. Where are we? We're in the world. We're not of this world, but we're in it. Being in this world comes with tribulation. But take heart. He has overcome the world. Amen. That's what I have for you today as far as the spoken word, as far as explaining the, each, uh, each of the topics that the Lord wanted me to go over. So um, just know, warriors, we have the victory. Anything that you read in this, it starts with faith. With faith, we can move any mountain. We need to be patient in our waiting. We need to be quick to listen, slow to speak. Make sure, make sure you've chosen the side. One or the other, good or evil. The kingdom or the world. Make sure we build that house on a firm foundation and not be like the foolish man. Let's take the words that we have in the Bible and continue to build our rock. Continue to stand on the rock and his firm foundation. We also know that there are tribulations, tribulations in this world. But God tells us we have the victory, warriors, and, and we stand on that. So we pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for this time together. We thank you for the breaking down of the scriptures. We thank you for the encouraging words that you always give us, Lord. We thank you for always going before us. I thank you, Lord for faith. I thank you for the faith that moves mountains, that there is no mountain that can stand before us as long as we claim in your name that it shall be moved. And we believe it, Father, and that we stand upon mountain-moving faith, that we will be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, that we will not operate upon our feelings, but we will operate by your spirit, Father God, that is by your spirit in the knowing, Lord, and having patience in our waiting for you, Lord, that we know all good things will come to us as we stand and we wait, Lord, and we'll be patient because you go before us to make a way where there is no way. And we thank you, Lord, that we as warriors, Father, that we have chosen a side, that we fight for you, Lord, that we stand for you, that we armor up for your righteousness, Father God, that we will be a change in our family, in our friends, at our workplace, because we have chosen you. We have chosen to build our house on a firm foundation, which is your word. We thank you for that word, Father, that we stand on. We thank you for everything that your son Jesus has done for us. And although we know, Father, that there will be tribulations, but we know in that that you are making us stronger, that you are making us better, that we will stand and the enemy will not phase us. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you are getting the best out of us, that you are making us the best we can be, because that's what your word says. And thank you most of all that no matter what tribulation, no matter what the enemy throws at us, you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. But thank you, Father, that Jesus has overcome the world, which means we can too. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, warriors, well, that is, our, that is our podcast for today. Uh, pray that you guys have a blessed day. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. Remember, if God is for us, no one can be against us. Mount up.
Let's ride. And God bless.